Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, host of Parked on Fox Nation and host of the Getting Schooled podcast, Abby Hornacek. I am not humble. I think I win this game every single time. And Fox News national correspondent, Brian Yenis. Board games are just a staple. They're not going anywhere. Come together to share their top five favorite board games. Here are this week's hosts, Abby and Brian. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Abby Hornacek, host of Parked on Fox Nation and the Getting Schooled podcast on Fox News Radio. And today I am joined by Fox News national correspondent, Brian Yenis. Hi, Brian. Hey, how's it going? It's not like we were just talking or anything, but hello. Hello. (laughs) This is exciting. You probably work harder than anyone I know. Every time I turn on the TV, there you are. No, no. You work just as hard. Yeah, yeah, I get sleep. I get sleep. Oh, it's it's like twenty twenty. I feel like sleep is one of those things that um, it's the least of all of our concerns. But uh, we <laughs> try, right? True. So, <laughs> well, I don't believe you that you sleep, but we'll we'll just go with that. <laughs> so, a little background on this podcast: every week, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities get together to share their top five of any given topic. And over the last few months, it's likely that you may have had a little more free time than you're necessarily used to, unless you're Brian Yennis. So, if you're exhausted. With with all your TV shows, movies, and hobbies, why not go back to some good old-fashioned entertainment with a board game? So today, we are going to give some recommendations with our top five favorite board games. Brian, how did you put together your list? Yeah, this is, this was, I've never in my life have ever been asked what my top five favorite board games <laughs> are. Neither. So this was one of those lists where I was like, wow, this is actually interesting. And I think the two things I was thinking about is, you know, COVID, everybody's quarantined at home. Some people just don't have families. And if you're in New York, you're either by yourself and you're lucky enough to have a roommate or somebody that you, that is your partner or whatnot. And so I was thinking about games that are good for two players. I was thinking about games that were nostalgic, uh, games that brought me back to being a kid. Uh, and you know, that was it. And also some games that took a while to finish because you've got a lot of time. to kill. <laughs> that so. is very true. No 52 <laughs> card pickup. That's too fast. No. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I agree. I feel like you have to go with the memories attached because, you know, who doesn't love nostalgia, like you said, something that stands the test of time, how they bring people together because, you know, right now we all need to come together. And I think most importantly, the ability to talk trash because, (laughs) you know, you want to have a little extra fun, right? (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. The talking trash bit is good. Yeah, right? Okay, so we're going to start at number five and then work our way to our top pick. Number five. So what is your number five, Brian? Okay, so number five is Battleship. I really enjoy Battleship. You know, like E5, E7, Sink a Ship. That's a good one to talk trash on, too. 
It's old school. You got the pegs on the board. It's a terrible movie, but a much better board game. <laughs> I was going to ask and, if you've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, no. I, and I'm a big like war movie guy. I just skipped that one. But the Battleship board game, I just think from a nostalgic point of view, I remember playing it as a kid. I, I enjoy the competition aspect of it. I think it's a good talking trash game. Um, and it's uh, it's really old school, right? So that yeah. to me, it, it has to break into the top five. I'll, I'll take it in Battleship. What about you, Evan? I, I like that that pick. I didn't play Battleship too much growing up, but my brothers did, and, and I always kind of was there. <laughs> uh, so my number five is Quixo. Have you heard of Quixo? No. Oh, of course, okay. leave it to Abby. To it's, <laughs> my family played some very unique games. Okay, yeah. Quixo is kind of like tic-tac-toe, and you have like five across and five down, but they're these little cubes. So let's say I'm X's. I flip my cube to the X, and I, when I flip it over, I have to move it to the opposite side of the row and slide the row down. So you could have almost tic-tac-toe, but the other player could move their piece and knock yours out. So, oh, so I, I okay. Think, so it's like yeah. tic-tac-toe on steroids kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. It's really complicated because you can be moved at any time. I but love what that. I love about this game, it's also very old school. And um, when I came home for quarantine, I visited my parents in, in Arizona and my dad and I played like eight times in a row. And it's kind of like tic-tac-toe where once you know where to start, you can kind of, it's a thinking game. You can kind of place your strategy early on. And I am a very humble board game player. I'll say that, Brian. But this really? game, I am not humble. I think <laughs> I win this game every single time. My dad, I think I won seven out of eight. It's, you know, it's a weird talent of mine. What's interesting is that, like, I've got uh, some games on this list that I'm actually not very good at, and they still made my list. <laughs> I don't know what that says, but it's just like, you know. Yeah. That's good. You're a very humble board game. There it player. is, right? Look how humble we are. We're so humble. Look We're talking at us. about how humble we are. It's wonderful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> number four. <laughs> What's your number four? All right. Number four, Clue, which I think mm -hmm. is one of those games that um, – you know, it's some, you have to kind of explain it to people a little bit, and it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I think it's just one of those, like, really fun games where you've got the, you know, you've got the weapons and the guns and the candlestick, and yeah. then you've got the rooms, and, you know, the whole idea of Clue is to try to figure out who did it, right? And it's it's interesting to me how they were able to take this movie and this, this great movie, 1985 movie, which was awesome, and, like, turn it into a board game. Um, that was exciting for people because you, you, this one, you do need more people, I think. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're in quarantine with your family or you're, you're there, I think it's a really good game. Um, you know, it's pretty much you, you roll the dice, you move up a couple spaces. If you get into a room, you start making accusations as to, <laughs> as to who's, you know, who do you think is in the middle? There's three cards in the middle. It's got a room and a suspect and a weapon. And at the end of the day, whoever guesses that is right and i that this is one of those games that i wish i had played more as a kid actually it was, yeah, one, of those games right? that I, it was one of those games that i felt like was uh kind of slipped past my family and i'm really upset by it because it's a, <laughs> it's a it's a cool game i wish i had played more but at the times in which i played actually i was i was older and and i loved it i thought it was i thought i think it's a good game What's cool about Clue is you get the little props. Like when you get the yeah. weapon, it's actually a little a little yes. piece. What yes. was your favorite one to get? Uh, I liked I I liked. I'm putting on a spot because I haven't played for a while. So. I know. I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, usually it's like 
Professor Plum with the candlestick in the yes. living room type thing. The candlestick. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who doesn't love to get the candlestick? Yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my, my number four, yeah. I'm going to go in another one that I don't know if everyone's heard of, but it's the domino oh, drain man. game. And <laughs> what I is swear, it? I swear my, my, the rest of my three you've heard of, um, it's the domino train game. It's just, it's a domino game. And you pretty much start with, with a piece, whoever has the doubles, you know how there's dots on both sides of the domino. Yes. Whoever has yes. the highest double puts it in the middle. And then from there, you have to go around in a circle and you have a certain amount of dominoes that no one else can see. And you match the, you have to put like, if you put down a double five, I have to match one with five dots to the double five and then you build a train. So whatever's on the other side of that double five, you, it's like, let's say it's a one. I have to put one that has a one. So you're, it's pretty much you, you match. And then if you don't have a tile that matches, you have to draw a tile and whoever runs out of tiles first wins. Uh-huh. But what I love about this game is this is a nostalgia game for me. What you mentioned off the top, because yeah. we grew up playing this in Coronado as a family. My family goes to Coronado all the time. And my brother, he's such a cheater. We had this glass table and you can't look at everyone else's dominoes. And he would pretend to drop something. And then he would look from underneath <laughs> the table at people's dominoes. Oh, that's a shooter. It's dirty, oh right? Gosh. But you know what? You got to play to win. So that's interesting. That's a really you just gotta interesting. You got to fight fight it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only dominoes it, we had were just like the classic domino game, you know? Yeah. Um, in the house, but. Well, you got to try this one. And people at home, this is a great one for quarantine because, or I guess we're not technically in quarantine anymore, but, um, you know, if you're at home with somebody because you can play it for a pretty long time. And it's fun. That's awesome. I mean, two games I've never heard of. I mean, that's <laughs> I awesome. I promise my rest of my three will be ones <laughs> Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's awesome. The countdown continues after this. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. Number three. All right, what's your number three? All right, so number three is an interesting one. This is my mom's favorite game, and it's uh, Chinese Checkers, which... I don't know if you've ever played. What's the difference between normal checkers and Chinese oh, checkers? Oh, how Tell about everything? Everything. everything. <laughs> so you start off with a six. It's a six-point star is the board. And you have to – you pretty much have, like, marbles or pegs. And it's a triangle. So there's there's six triangles and uh, six different colors. And uh, you are one color. You can play with up to six people. But say you're playing against your, your brother, uh, you would just – you would take your two colors and the – the purpose of the game is to take your two colors and have and flip flip the board. So you want to make it to the other side of the board and fill in their triangle. And they want to try to make it to your side of the board and fill in your triangle. And the first person to flip the board or to get onto the other side, uh, it wins. And it's one of these games where you, you can jump over pieces, but you can jump over a ton of different pieces to make it all the way. So for instance, with one piece, if the board, you know, as you're moving around, uh, you can jump over like 12 pieces and make it all the way to the other person's what? triangle. Yeah, it's really cool. But and how can uh, no, you... Pl- pieces do not go back when you jump over them like in checkers or, 
or in chess or, you know, they don't go away. You, the, the whole goal is to look at the board, look at the and try to uh, get as many pieces, try to get as many moves as you can in one move, right? So that you can get there before they can get to your side of the board. Really fun game. And, you know, Kyle and I, he's my partner here. He's 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 like it's like 20 to two. I'm terrible at it against him. <laughs> Uh, but it's and a it's really competitive game. game. Yes, Come I know. On. She's super competitive <laughs> with it. But I think it's because you can like um, it all. Usually, it just comes down to one or two moves. So it's really, really competitive. But when um, you when you jump, yeah. is it like normal checkers where it has to be? You have to stay on your little squares. I, no, or? I mean you can just you. Well, there has to be a space available for you to jump over, right? Okay. But once you jump, it's like you can do like one jump, three. You know, as long as you jump over. A marble piece, either your piece or their piece. You can go forward, backwards, sideways, whatever. Uh, do whatever you can to just try to make as many moves as possible to get to the other side. Have it's you ever really defeated Kyle even yes. once? Yeah, I think it's. I think, <laughs> like I said, I think it's like twice. Yeah, we have there like a little go. scored on the back of the Chinese checkerboard for. I think just got embarrassing. So <laughs> at this point, but I like that one. I'm gonna have to pick that one up. It's a great game, honestly. I haven't even played checkers in forever, but Chinese checkers for sure. I'm What's your number it. three? Number three. So when I asked, when they said board games, I said, mm. well, can I, does it have to be an exact board game or can it just be kind of like a fun game? And they said, you know what? Use your imagination. So I did. <laughs> catchphrase. Have you ever played oh, catchphrase? catchphrase? Yes. That's so good. This is another one that's really good to play with a group of people and you can sit in a circle and wherever you are, you don't need a lot of space for it. And it challenges your mind. And there's always one person. Well, I, I guess I should say anyone who has not played catchphrase, shame on you. But it's essentially you have this beeping thing and you have a topic and you have to describe the topic without using the word. And or the, I guess the word without using, you know, you get what I mean. Yeah, and I it's it's beeping. And if it lands in your hand when it and when it stops beeping, then your team loses. So it's a really this good one. This is very popular in Disneyland uh, lines and stuff. Like families yeah. do this to keep yeah. their kids from going crazy while they're waiting for anything, really. And it's, that's it's me. I'm the kid yeah. that's about to go crazy if I don't play catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> but we played at the beach, and we, we we actually just recently played. We were in Coronado, and we like built a, a campfire, and we just passed it around. And it's just a, it's a fun it's a fun game. And there's always one person who's always so bad like the word will be news and they'll say something they'll get super frantic and they'll be like uh you know it's something that you tell someone i'm brian yennis i don't know and then it's like, you could literally just be like fox blank you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> dang i really like catchphrase that it's is a good best, one i right? wish i would have yeah you see i kind of want to make that my number two now mm, nope no stealing it's okay i can't steal it number two two what is your number it's really two? Really good. Uh, number two is actually lame. I'm looking at it, but I this one is a thousand percent nostalgia. Uh, it's trouble. I like trouble. Oh, I love trouble. Yeah, the popomatic dice in the middle. You just gotta get your colors, you know, to the end of the finish line. And <laughs> you know, I think I just love like the popomatic thing that you you know, which is the in the middle of the board. You clip it down, and then it like moves the dice for you, and it's very it can be very annoying also <laughs> just part of like part of my childhood my mom my, again my family loved playing trouble so that was another big one and it's very easy to uh to understand and uh you essentially just have to get your colors into the finish line um and you know you can jump over pieces and uh but it's it's really i just yeah i just i just remember playing it 
um, a lot, a lot, a lot with the family. And um, my sister and I would play this one a lot, actually. She wasn't that big into board games, but Trouble and I uh, with, with my sister <laughs> was, was really good. And I was actually competitive at this one, which I don't know if that says much. doesn't really take much to be competitive Are you not a trouble. competitive person or you are? No, I, I am. I am. Uh, I guess, I guess like it has to be in... Yeah, I, I am. It's not like I don't get mad when I lose. I do right. sometimes. Well, you, you got to step up like, your game in Chinese checkers, it sounds just, like. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah right. Trouble's a great game. It sounds like it you is. like the games with the really, like with pieces, you know? I like that. <laughs> I Very old school. You know, you got I Battleship, guess, right. you got Checkers, right. you got You're right. Clue. I mean, I, but I like strategy games too, right? Mm. I mean, I think I'm a big strategy game person. I, I, That's um, where Battleship comes in. That's where the battleship comes in. That's where Chinese checkers is big on on strategy as well. So trouble is one of those just fun ones where you don't really <laughs> get any strategy. Just, just I like the, that. It's a good automatic one. Thing. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what's yours? Number two is also not really a board game, I guess, <laughs> but it's Jenga. There's Jenga. Just, yes, one. there's so many possibilities. You got giant Jenga. You got normal Jenga. I don't know if you've ever played Dare Jenga, but essentially what you do is you write. It's kind of annoying the first time you do it, but um, you write on every single block a dare, and every and every time you pull a block out, if it doesn't fall, fall you have to do the dare. That seems and, incredibly dangerous. <laughs> it is. You know, it can be very tame. It could be a tame dare. It could be truth or dare. You know, it could be really yeah. anything. But yeah, I just, I love, I love Jenga. And actually for park season four, we went on a 12 day RV trip and my parents came along, which was really unique and really fun for me. Oh, that's amazing. And my dad was driving and I was like, mom, this, it was like 12 hours to get to Bryce Canyon from Arizona. And and she, we were like, well, you know, let's play, let's play Jenga. So here we are in the back of an RV trying to play Jenga on the table. And my dad is like turning and hitting bumps and it kept falling over. But it was actually <laughs> so fun. There's there's an added uh, competition element to it because it's, it was really likely to fall. So what's the craziest dare you've ever heard via Jenga? Um, or done? So How about done? Done. You know, I, I played I played this game a few years ago, and um, the person I was dating at the time we we did we did this we did this together, and the dare was to go. It was I was living in LA at the time. We I just graduated college, and I might have actually still been in college. This was a while ago, but anyway, it was to go across the street to Katsuya, which is like a sushi place in LA, and pretend like you were visiting from England. So we actually ended up walking over there together and we were, we were, we had our, um, our British accents and I am not great at accents, but for some reason they, everyone in the place believed us and they, it, I actually felt so bad, Brian, I, by the end of it, people were like buying us drinks. They're like, no way. and I'm like, oh my God, we can't go back on this now. <laughs> So, I think the dare actually was worse once people started believing us because then I looked at him. I was like, oh my gosh, we are, we're such bad people because now they're buying us drinks. So now every time, like after we, we dated for a while after that and, and, um, yeah, every time we go to that Katsuya. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we every, had, to, we had to put on our British accent every time we went oh to that Katsuya. God, it was so, hilarious. it was not great. I don't know what it is about British accents, but they seem there's a, it's a net positive for people. Like it, it just helps you. It does. And it just, there's a feeling. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, well, you should try it that way. It's pretty fun. Yeah. No, I will. And, and I have a Jenga set here, and I even think about it. For whatever reason, like, my board games are just old school pieces, and I didn't even think 
yeah, Jenga. And we have Jenga, but actually Kyle and I have never really played Jenga together. I'm disappointed in you, Brian. And Kyle, when you listen to this, I'm disappointed in you too. Maybe if we do Dare Jenga, it'll be fun. There you go. There you go. Number. 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 Number one. Okay. Drum roll, number one. Number one. This is a game that'll could last forever, but Monopoly is my number one board game. It is the game for me. I, I absolutely love it. I think it's one of those games that like you can last for a long time, but I don't mind it. Um, I know some people do mind it and they can go be slow or whatever, but I love it. I love the whole concept of like the property buying and putting the hotels and the strategy and like owning the cards and going bankrupt or not going bankrupt. And I like the, and I, I like the competition in it. And I, this is a game that I would play with like my cousins and like my, my siblings when I was, I mean, this is one of the first games I remember playing really like as a young kid. And so Monopoly is a good one. And there's actually different versions of Monopoly now. There's like a, a cheap, Monopoly where you can actually we have a there's like a board game where it's called like cheat monopoly where you can essentially the the rules are different or they change and you are you saying cheat like with cheat, a T as in like Tyler? Cheat, as in like cheating. As oh. in like as in like I'm trying to get the remember the full name of it, but essentially it's like a um yeah, it's it's called the cheaters edition. And essentially <laughs> you like there are like cheat cards and players try to get away with as many cheats as possible and like you have to like look out for what people are doing if they're gonna like it like encourages you like even take money from the bank and stuff like that which i thought was really weird and fascinating but i mean what bottom line is it's just one of those games that will never go away and they have different versions of it and and i think for me like just monopoly is the ultimate board game it really is. If you go to any other country, I I, I, mean, I can't say this for certain. I just feel like Monopoly is the staple of board yes, games. Yes, it is. Everyone it has is. heard of Monopoly. I know. It's boring. No, give me, give me, I think that's Give me that's your great. number one. Give me no, your number one. I know me, it's going to be 10 times more. So. <laughs> no, me saying that was was applauding you because it is the staple. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the perfect number one board game. Um, it is. I, it, yeah. I was tied between, uh, with my number one. I love Scrabble. Um, that one is just gonna, but that's not gonna be my number one. It's gonna be backgammon, also kind of boring. Bat but have you played yeah, backgammon? Yeah. yeah, maybe a couple times. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal with backgammon. This is one of the very early games that I played growing up because my parents always had this story that they, my parents met in college and they always say, you know, they didn't have a lot of money, so their dates consisted of playing backgammon. So it was almost like this staple in our house because they had so many memories with backgammon. And it is one of the oldest known board games. It's about 5,000 years old. The first dice were actually made of human bones, which is a little creepy. But but that just shows how long it stands the test of time. And even it was funny because I was... I was compiling this list and I was like, mom, did you know that backgammon is 5,000 years old or around 5,000 years old? And she goes, I actually did know that. And my dad goes, hmm, 5,000 years ago was the first time mom beat me in backgammon. <laughs> and so there's still competition, you know, with my family with that's backgammon. Awesome. So that's, that's, that's awesome. a good one. I feel like, I mean, 
I don't even know the full rules of that game. I feel like I've played maybe once in my life. If you but like yeah. Chinese checkers, I feel like you would like backgammon. Yes, I think because it's also games. strategy. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Okay, good. That, that you really so you. Honestly, you blew me away. You surprised me with your choice. <laughs> you blew me away, Brian. Yeah, right. I feel like I had to like... explain half of mine, which wasn't great. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> awesome. I think people listening to this are they've definitely heard of at least at least maybe seven out of the ten games that we talked about here. But I I'm, I love the fact that people now can probably listen to this and probably took away one or two games and never heard definitely. of. Definitely. Hopefully, uh, try it out. But board games are just a staple. They're not going anywhere. You don't need electricity. And it's for good old fashioned fun. Just, you can yeah. do it at any time, and you don't have to. Especially because you know things aren't completely open. I mean, it's something to do at home. Everyone oh, is going out there right now um, and enjoying parks and uh, yeah. you know what what the rest what nature has to offer and these are one of these things you're going camping and you know this is the best time to play it go out mm-hmm. there camping with your family and and i'm uh, gonna go get a, ba- a battleship yeah <laughs> is that it battleship <laughs> yeah yeah anyway but this this was awesome back. this is yeah, cool this is i appreciate fun. it yeah this is a lot of fun i think this is the top usually i'm not a big fan of, of lists but this is one of these top five lists that i think if people it's one of those conversation starters you can have with friends and i think everybody's gonna have some pretty interesting answers so yeah and you'll you'll remind everyone of of certain games that you may have forgot about yeah right exactly Perfect. All I'm right. going to come well, over I'm, and play one of these games. Let's do I'm it. I'm inviting myself over. Uh, maybe Dare Jenga. Perfect. Let's uh, do it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be something. I, yeah. <laughs> we would do. We'll invite Kyle. We'll invite, yeah. we'll invite uh, everyone else. Yeah, let's uh, maybe, uh, like, I can think of maybe Adam Klotz. And oh, yeah. Todd. Who else? He can tell us, that? Adam Klotz can tell us the be, weather. Yeah, yes. Greg Gutfeld oh, would be hilarious. Greg would be a great one, but I'd be a little <laughs> afraid of what he would write on the on the Jenga block. <laughs> I, he doesn't strike me as somebody that would actually do a dare. He would just enjoy writing and seeing. It's <laughs> true, but luckily we'll, we'll have to peer pressure him. Exactly. Convincing. Abby, this was a lot of fun, and and thank you to everyone for uh, for listening. You know, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five. You've been listening to Fox Top Five on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.